Good afternoon and welcome to the Georgetown Festival 2018 where Arts Creator is here covering the event. We're here actually at Sea Shorts Film Festival which has been running from the 1st to the 5th of August. We're going to have an interview with uh, two key people involved in the programming and I'm going to ask you to please introduce yourself and what you're doing with the festival. Hi, uh, my name is Hong Ho Park and I'm a programmer for Cambodia International Film Festival and um, for this festival and some others as well, I'm uh, a part of S-Express, which is a um, collaboration of Southeast Asian programmers uh, consisting outstanding Southeast Asian short films uh, together and to screen in Southeast Asia. Can you tell us a little bit about how you got involved in, in film? Well, as you may or may not know, S-Express has been there like 15 years already. Uh, it started from like, of course, from like Thailand or Singapore. But, um, and I knew them since the beginning, but I hesitated to join them until very recently because even when they asked me to curate Cambodian short films like five years ago, I had to say no because they only make like short films a year at that time and three years ago again they proposed me and I said mm, it's better now but still it's emerging so I don't think Cambodia is ready but since last year I was happy to join S Express finally because now they are making more than 50 short films every year and many of them have very good quality and I thought it's Cambodia is ready to uh, present its visual images to other neighborhood countries so what do you think was the tipping point, you know, where you can actually now say, you know, it's, it's and, and I, I think it's idea to resist until a country or the work is ready to be presented is quite an important one. What do you, when do you think was the tipping point that then has raised the works? Well, the short answer is that when the quality was, became good enough. And the long answer is, of course, it's a social, political, economical situation. <laughs> <laughs> of course, uh, I mean, yeah, uh, since uh, late 90s, uh, Cambodia is uh, a very fast developing country. It's changing very rapidly every day. And although there still isn't a film school or strong support for filmmakers, there was already a master filmmaker like master filmmaker like uh, Pan next to me, and they were trying to uh, neuter and um, these young emerging uh, people talents. Mm -hmm. And finally, of course, when you try to develop the scene of filmmaking, you cannot do it one day. It takes it can take a decade or more. And I think finally, all those efforts are giving fruits these days. Said, um, so we're here with Mr. Ritipan, who is one of the senior, well, one of the founding fathers of contemporary uh, Cambodian film. But Cambodian film has had a long history because I think your royal family also has, was a, a, one of your late kings was a level of film as well. Is that correct? Yes, at the 60 years. Uh, but, um, you know, after the Khmer Rouge time, uh, only few people survived only from the Khmer Rouge genocide. So most of the writer, <laughs> film director, technician uh, all died during the, the genocide. So we 
has nothing. It's an empty hand. So we need just to uh, rebuild it, rebuild it, you know. And um, at the 60, we have a small industry, but very dynamic, but a small industry. And, uh, you know, at the time we have not, we had no TV, something, you know, and so cinema worked very well. But it's only um, like the uh, romantic story or the tale, traditional tale, or uh, just like the beginning, you know, people uh, learn by themselves how to use camera, how to use technique, edit themselves, etc. And um, uh, we, we, we like to talk about the golden era, uh, but uh, for me it's something where look like nostalgic thing than golden era. So it's a golden era for me is now, it's today. It's uh, the new generation of the filmmaker who come after the uh, 30 years after the genocide and that, that start to make interesting film now. And uh, when you compare how they make the film now, and uh, the technicity or the, the language or cinematography language or it's much more interesting than we did in the 60s. Mm -hmm. and, uh, but maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but we talk a lot about the uh, 60s, you mm -hmm. know, but uh, for me it's today. Right. Today is very interesting moment, but also they have to challenge uh, other a medium who come like uh, TV uh, by internet or something like that and uh, if they want to uh, if we want to keep our identity if we want to keep our diversity if we want to continue to make the film we like we must to uh, to be unified to organize to have a network because uh, internet is very interesting, but it's uh, also instrumental domination also. Mm -hmm. You know, there's uh, one point of view. Yeah. That uh, if you go to one big company, mm -hmm. broadcast it in internet, uh, you have to go with their format. You know, if uh, they don't accept all the history, all the stories that you want to tell. That why it uh, not the. Uh, At uh, one hand, uh, the the new technology provide to the young people a lot of the possibility. Yes. In other hand, uh, I just want to warn everybody in in Southeast Asia: be careful, be careful because uh, things go too fast. That maybe you will be uh, lost in this uh, very fast development of technology. And, and so this, this idea of, of opportunity but also danger that you're talking yeah. about, right? Um, and we kind of see that everywhere. We see that in media, we see that, uh, you know, so in, in terms of um, uh, access to creating work and removing all the middlemen yeah. and then presenting it directly to the audience. I mean, that I think it's happening in all, uh, all of the art forms that we are working in. Um, but film seems, you know, uh, particularly, I think, in some ways vulnerable, as well as it reaps the benefits of the form. Mm. When you talk about this, this danger, do you see it as coming from from uh, big, you know, big multinational companies that are coming into the region and looking for content? 
They don't look, festivals? I don't think they look really for content. Mm -hmm. When they need a market, they produce one thing in oh, your country okay. and they go there and they bring uh, 10,000 other things. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, uh, it's normal. You cannot go as I'm. Uh, if I run a big company, if they want to go to Singapore, I will produce one or two Singaporean film As to establish. Yeah, yeah, to establish yes. my, uh, my my work, you know, my my company. And after that, I have a policy at uh, uh, like a globalization, you know, in one language, one format, one anything. Everything is one, you know. And if you, it, you know. Well, I can, you can take an example. You can see the, uh, the uh, energy of the people, young people now, to how they produce in this short film here. You can see the, their orig originality. They can see their point of view in the uh, social problem, political problem, uh, about the gender. And, but on the other hand, when you go to your hotel room, you switch on TV, you see nothing. What happened? That is, uh, that is about politics. You try to support your own art, your own culture or not. It's, it's not me, I'm not politics. The question I ask to, 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 to all government in, in Southeast Asia, and when you switch on your TV, you see the same thing. When you switch on the same TV in uh, Mid-East, it's the same thing. You switch on the TV in Europe, you see the same thing. That's why, how to organize to resist. I'm not, now I'm talking about resisting or surviving. So in one hand, I'm very happy to see this energy. In the other hand, explain to me what we cannot see all this work in our TV yeah. or in our theatres. How can, how can festivals like Sea Shorts, for example, or organisations or groups of artists, what, can, what do you think these kinds of efforts can do to, as a counterbalance to, to the things that you're talking about? They cannot counterbalance. They are, not, they, they are in this situation of resisting. Imagine that you have you have not a festival like that, what you can have? Nothing, you have your laptop. You have no people to meet, you have no, no people to discuss. And you have, even when you see most of the film, there's a lot of stress, of anger in each film inside themselves you know something that uh, it's uh, art is not uh, art is not politic but art is like the the mirror who reflect the the true problem and if you can see through the short film you can see many problems in, in society that again is unpolitic i will be interested because our future is these young people. You know, that's just uh, that why I think that uh, ASEAN countries talk about, a, a lot about uh, trade, about everything, mm -hmm. but not about culture. Yeah. Very, very small speech about culture. 
and that's at the kind of policy government kind of level but does it feel that filmmakers and artists are talking are starting to talk to each other directly now look the, the asian filmmaker who make film happy chai films produced by european jazanka produced by european panek ratanang produced by european what i can tell more that is a problem in asian country so i let you think about that i i i i'm useless i'm i'm, I'm just uh, see the fact and ask you to examine the fact you have talent you have story to tell you have technicity you have imagination but just you cannot produce your film in the asian continent and that's just you know it is about the capitalist kind of flow of money and where it comes from no so, i mean i understand you, correct, you, you you've identified the problem but do you feel that there are ways out of it or do you think that one is it to engage with policy makers yeah it's policy it, it, education we have a big we are a big market but uh, you know we are not small you have we have a big market and uh, just it's education that uh, introduce maybe cinema in school uh, teaching children learn to read book why not learn to make film why not learn to watch film because you don't teach them so we go they go to internet and watch what happened in what, what they propose them to internet and at the end they live like uh, i don't know they live like you know uh, the, the the children now sometimes they in cambodia sometimes they speak english they don't speak khmer to me they speak english to me this is very strange because they go to the english school they watch english, uh, american film and i i like american film i like uh, uh, tom cruise i like uh, but film is not only entertainment the problem is now film is only entertainment so we need to find a solution the solution is uh, belong to politics they are elected for that for protect their culture to protect the diversity to protect the culture but it's not belong to to us no, we we can support we can move we can work hard but if you have no space uh, for people to show their work you know it's very complicated and also the population you must to to educate them and you if you are in malaysia if you are from the community indian community maybe the chinese community don't watch indian film that just impossible we are we are a lot of you know mean multiple culture we must to share it we must to again it's education is very important yeah. i know that in malaysia there have been policies to set a certain number of screen days per year for local films for example yeah. um but sometimes those policies in practice they they read quite well but in the implementation also it's it doesn't Korea, seem to be Korea Korea mm-hmm. did good yeah. and now you have a uh, cinema South Korean cinemas is very good hearts mm-hmm. and when you go to in the theater 
for a Korean film, you have audience, full. Theater is full. But they fight for that, you know. I was uh, there when they fight for, for their quota. All artists share their heart yeah. to protest yeah. just to keep a small quota for them to show in just to to survive you know and now what happened to uh, 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 Korean cinema it's healthy you have a lot of good uh, film director now this, there's no secret you know I'm for the opening frontier uh, I'm for for uh, free market I'm for uh, the circulation of uh, film yes I'm for everything, but for the small country, we need also to give to this country the possibility to exist also. You think it's, okay, why do you think that young filmmakers often look outside of Saudi, Southeast Asian filmmakers look outside of Southeast Asia um, for their role models and for some of their kind of critical um, inspirations? One thing is good because this opened the door for them, but uh, and also uh, you know they cannot find found here, so we are looking for the found. You, you need the money to make them. You need you need uh, what what happened here. We have not a big industry. We are not uh, organized yet. Uh, when you have no distributor, you have no producer, but it's difficult to make film. Film is not one guy produce himself and distribute himself. So it needs a real ecosystem. A real industry, yes. Uh, it's an industry, you know. And uh, if you don't build this industry, but it's not possible to people to, to make film. So they need to go outside to make film. But the danger is or uh, maybe they have to adapt also their film to please the audience of uh, for not for, for Western audience, for example. And you can see it sometimes that uh, peop uh, young people imitate other one, other. But so they are young. It's not a danger yet. But if you don't create a market and you don't create an industry here like the, the South Korean do, uh, but you cannot exist. You know the film, uh, the good film or South, South Korean film, what make me happy is not because they, are, they went to Cannes Film Festival. That made me happy that when they screen it in their theater, they have audience. So the, the possibility that uh, you can uh, organize the network to uh, release the film in Malaysia, in Thailand, in Singapore, in Cambodia. It becomes market. I feel like some of the things that you're talking about have been, these are things that have been, people have been talking about for the past 20 years. But it, it does feel for, as to me as an, like almost like an outsider, that there does seem to be now a slight critical moment where yeah. things are coming together, things to be happening more. Because because until now that have, that last ten years maybe we 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 start to see workshops, we start to see many things, small things. But now it's a very important moment now to transform it, to uh, 
big industry, big network. Because if you continue to organize only a two-week uh, workshop here or five-week workshop here, you can not uh, become bigger. You know, you it's it's not up, it's not us who talk about that. It's about the the, the politics and the how to negotiate, how to how many person in your uh, uh, GOP GOP. And your peep, you know your, your, uh, your, your um, uh, what is gross net, you know, yeah, GDP. yeah GDP yeah mm -hmm. how much percentage in GDP you give to culture yeah. and education for example one person two three is very small yeah maybe it's time to say that we all in ASEAN country we have to give one percent of GDP. For example, yeah. to oh, fix like yeah. that, right? One percent GDP yeah. everywhere. So the, the, it, it, it requires artists not to almost to yes to make art, but also to be lobbyists and to be advocates. It's know, not our it. job, you know. I we know. are not the lobbyists. <laughs> yeah, we are artists, but, you know. Yeah, we. Yeah, you when when yeah. But when you open the agreement of WOT, you have 1,000 pages. We, we don't understand anything else, uh, a technique uh, the, uh, term inside, you know, technique word inside. So it's not to us. But we just say that entertainment is not enough. We need a national uh, culture. We need diversity. And maybe uh, it's time to think about uh, 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 a policy to help uh, each other, uh, to grow up each other. Mr. Park, maybe I'll ask you to talk to us specifically about short films and why mm -hmm. this particular form, um, why do you feel it's an important form? Well, first, um, short films are important because it's, it's fundamental. I mean, it's very basic and and it gives a lot of freedom in terms of production because when you are making a feature film, it has to be much more, well, it, it requires less of more money and manpower. So without um, the support from major studios like MM2 or other um, uh, financiers, it's, it's impossible to make a feature film at certain standard. But short films, any, anybody can make it, basically. So. It's a way to um, develop their voices, to express themselves in visual language. So they can discover their talents or they can discover their own talent maybe. But um, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a nice medium. I, I encourage people to make short films. Do you, do you, are you noticing a, um, do you notice a, a kind of common themes that are coming out across the region or common um, innovations in form, for example, that are coming in, yeah. Maybe I think any common theme in Southeast Asia shoots. For me, it's very diverse. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. different, you know. It's, uh, uh, when you see the guy from Vietnam, it's very different from uh, the director from here, from Singapore. It's not this. We are, we are Asian, but you know, it's, like Africa, Africa is big, Asia is big. Mm -hmm. We are look like the same, but we are not the same. 
and uh, the problem in Vietnam is not the problem in uh, in Singapore. It's not the problem problem in Thailand. But what happened in Singapore is very interesting for me as Cambodian film director or film uh, you know spectator, you know. And uh, it's a it's cinema is universal. Uh, freedom is universal. The liberties of uh, telling story is uh, universal. It's uh, like a human right, you know. It's uh, everybody need to tell something. I think that's the beauty, I think. Yeah. You look similar, but actually everybody, every director wants to make their unique uh, story. So it's pretty much diverse. And But what Sea uh, Shorts Film Festival is providing is a platform to um, to let them uh, speak out. I mean, internationally, because if, if there isn't an event like this, um, then they will not discover other neighborhood uh, voices. Because actually, in in ASEAN countries, they don't really talk with each other. So mm -hmm. I think this is a very good platform to start this talk. Mm. Yeah, and that's a that's a that's a recurrent theme, not just in film, but actually in theatre, in not less so in visual arts, but really definitely in performance mm. as well. We're not going to each other's cities to watch performances. Often, if we are going to see a Cambodian work, maybe we'll see it in New York or Korea or Japan or Australia. Mm. Not yeah. you know, there's there are very few structures, right? Um, and this maybe comes to one of the things, one of the critiques about sometimes filmmakers is that the only way that they can get noticed is to make work that fits a European idea, for example, of what an Asian film should be like. Um, do, you, do you think that having Asian platforms to screen these works will help to kind of redress some of those issues? I believe so, but it'll take a long time because we first need to develop the audience. Yeah. Because uh, if I just talk to a uh, Singaporean young people in Singapore or young people in uh, Kuala Lumpur, are you going to watch Cambodian film? And they would stay with and say, mm, maybe no. <laughs> Why? <laughs> but film festivals can give them reason because we uh, we select uh, quality films and we we make we make people motivated to uh, open their world to a new form of art or new territory. Uh, and what I noticed organizing Cambodia International Film Festival, which I joined like three years ago, but it's been eight years already, um, is that there are more, now more and more Cambodian audience come to watch not only European, or, but also other Asian films, yeah. which they never thought they would like. So I think it will take time, but they should really uh, sustain this kind of platform for a long time. So in the process of programming uh, the Cambodian selection of films, what were some of the considerations you had or how did you go about um, choosing them? And also, um, how do they relate to each other if they do? See, well, uh, they are, I mean, when I, when I consisted as Express Cambodia program, I wanted to um, balance it very well, I mean, in terms of quality mm -hmm. and then also diversity. So there were like uh, female filmmaker and also um, uh, minority filmmakers in terms of sexuality, or also, and also there are of course cisgender heterosexual men. <laughs> films are all <laughs> <laughs> yes, and and it was there were like uh, 
ex more experimental film or science fictional, more drama, love, or you know, all these themes were mixed together. I want to present uh, the diversity of young Cambodian filmmakers' work, and I found that most of them were their first or second short film, and all the filmmakers are very young. And what I uh, found, uh, what I felt at Sea Shores Festival yesterday when the films were shown. I really felt uh, proud and uh, rewarded because uh, there were lots of people there, almost full house, and the audience left a lot and they reacted as uh, we expected, actually more than uh, we anticipated. And there were two directors came together from Cambodia and then they also enjoyed having Q&A session with the audience and it was very, very well organized, so I was happy. Did you have any conversations with any of the audience members, maybe from other parts, of, maybe who have never been to Cambodia, or from other parts of Southeast Asia, and how did they respond to the films? Uh, they said, uh, well, they can share a lot of feelings and they can relate themselves with the films which came from their neighbor, but they are not familiar with, too familiar with, but because um, there were not cultural exchanges frequently yet, but yeah, they seem to be satisfied. And have some of these films been screened around Southeast Asia elsewhere? Yes, Ex Express will be shown in uh, uh, six, seven more festivals, including Bangkok uh, Short Video and uh, Film festival and also in Indonesia, in Vietnam, and some other yeah, territories. Maybe we can just close with um, maybe you can both actually give us a recommendation of one thing from it can be a film, it can be a book, it can be a anything, person, yes, a person, artist from each of your countries that you want other Southeast Asian people to know about. There, there are a lot of things to see, you know, it's just I cannot say a book, a film, etc. But to, to, to following this uh, strategy of our film festival, that I think that we need also to create everywhere, um, like a library of film, like a cinematic that people can come to watch. Because uh, most of the time we, we organize a festival, and when the festival finishes, people cannot watch anything even their own film that why that we you know when the, the French uh, Nouvelle Vague come etc all these film directors spend hours in cinematic you know to watch to discover and uh, it's it costs nothing you know to organize things like that and why the USA or Western countries spend a million on this kind of library? Because it's identity, because of it's a, the memory that you can train people, you can organize film festival. If you can, how not a center of a library or cinema or cinematic of memory, but it's just one shot, one shot every year. That sustainable thing is like that that create a space that the film director can come together, debate, watch a film together, debate again, go back, support them. They can find equipment, they can find 
the advice from the older one, you know, that you know, cinema is like a uh, uh, film director, it's like a doctor, you know. You transmit the diagnostic. Yeah, uh, you, when you learn to make film, you cannot see all, you cannot understand all. It's uh, if you have, uh, uh, if you can go to meet uh, uh, all the one who can give you some idea, or you can watch a film of the, uh, you know, uh, the, the past generation that you can discover something. It's good, but um, now we we organize a lot of festival around Asia, but we did not build yet until today the center for memory or cinema or something like that. That Bopana do because when I start to train people they learn and they forget. They learn and they forget. <laughs> and uh, if I, I'm not saying that Bopana it's already you know that but if you look back since Bopana exists, you have a new generation come. It's a, maybe a coincidence, but that's true that since Bopana here, you have more and more short film come uh, with the Steve, etc. It's all the same logic, you know. Uh, Steve Bopana is to do the same work. How to fix, uh, how to give a place to people. Even they don't come, they don't, I don't mind, but they know but where. They yeah, they don't know where exists the film yeah. that they come to. If they need something, if they need some image, if they need to see something, they have a place that they can go. Mr. Park? Yeah. Your, your, your recommendation or suggestion for our, our listeners? No, I would definitely recommend uh, Mr. Ricky Pan's uh. Missing Pictures. <laughs> it's one of my lifetime favorite yes. films. Uh, we did not see yet the last one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which will premiere in Venice. Uh, no, not yet. But I will invite your film to see, see a Cambodian International Film Fest next year. Anyway, of course. Uh, yeah, there are. Uh, and also, just one thing you can easily find, you can find this yeah. on YouTube. Uh, there are lots of amazing rock and rolls in the 60s. So if you Google or YouTube Cambodian rock 60s, there are thousands of beautiful songs you can enjoy. <laughs> One last thing I wanted to ask about. So, so far, what's your favorite like, moment in the festival? If you, if you, you had like, one moment when you, that you really enjoyed. Watching film. Mm. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. Can we know which time. was your favorite? Or is no, I cannot. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> a judge, yeah, no. <laughs> Exclusive interview to us. Yeah. <laughs> and for you, Ms. Um, what do you like about the festival? I really liked the. Uh, it was actually international premiere of Essex Press Cambodia program. Uh, and I really enjoyed the audience, you know, their blinking eyes and everything. <laughs>